We were 14 going to under 18 raise, leaving the house at like 9.30. I want to be thinking about See, I think about food. <laughs> <laughs> like, tell me like, what, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> you just said what now? <laughs> Hi everybody, I'm Amatosi. Hi everyone, it's Maxi. Hi everybody, it's Gracie Baccarat. And, and we're the, the Milfin. Ah, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I absolutely forgot. Anyway, that's who we are. Yes. We are Milfin. the Milfin Honey Podcast. So wait, what happened? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, She's like, she can't <clears throat> How's everyone? I'm good. Hmm? What was that? I'm good. You're so Bella. She's my daughter. She's my daughter. Oh, right. <laughs> How are you, Grace? I'm I'm great. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's because no, that's not your I've never seen you. I'm good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm good. No, I'm I'm great. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm feeling Less all of that jazz. Yeah. You? How about you, Maxi? I'm good. I'm um same as same as always. Yeah. Same as usual. I'm good. Jesus name. So everybody's good. <laughs> Glory be to everybody's God. Everybody's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our topic for today is toxic behavior. Yeah, toxic. Spice. Britney Britney Spears. Come Sorry. On. Okay. Yeah. So the definition of toxic behavior toxic. or a toxic person mm-hmm. okay. is a person whose behavior or and ongoing actions cause harm to others by physical or mental harm. Mm. So read that one more time. It ain't a flipping game show. <laughs> Bro, you know read it's their like, thing, bro. Read their thing. Read that one more time. No, no, you forgot that. <laughs> I need to take it in before you now come and ask, oh, so what? And then I don't know what you're talking about. A person you who's don't know what person is. <laughs> you. <laughs> A person whose behavior and ongoing actions cause harm to others by physical or mental harms. Okay. So what are your toxic traits? So after all of that, <laughs> you know when yeah, I ask that question. Yeah. Um, it depends on or what. Do you have any? It, it, everybody does. I think everyone has. Everyone yeah. does. And you have them in different areas, so you can have them in eh? relationships. And I don't think toxic traits mean you are a toxic person. Yeah. By mm-hmm, the way, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just feel like there's certain things you know how to push certain people's buttons, and so, like, you may not be toxic to everyone. I was going to well. say, do you know your toxic? Yeah, because I know that when. When I'm arguing, mm-hmm. especially in a relationship, I'm very, very condescending. Okay. Just in a relationship? Mm. Interesting. <laughs> in, in, in my friendships, I would say I used to be okay. very, but my, my best friend highlighted it to me when we were talking and she was like, you actually talk down when you're arguing, like you're beneath me. I was like, oh, I never realized I did that. And I genuinely didn't. Yeah, Toysi will say the maddest thing. She'll be like, oh, yeah, like, really? I said, was that disrespectful? <laughs> yeah, like, I genuinely didn't think that I was being like condescending. But in a relationship, I can, I know that I'm talking down. I will make you feel like shit. 
Wow. When I'm arguing with my man, if he's done the worst thing And possible. what about your friends? With my friends, when I'm arguing with my friends, I wouldn't say I'm condescending, but again, dismissive. I'll be mm-hmm. like, shut up. Like, okay. Like, shut up. Do you know your toxic traits? I think one of my toxic, well, over talking over people, especially when we're in an argument. Can you say okay. that's toxic? Yeah, but you're doing it on purpose. No, I don't really. And I don't, is, is not every toxic behavior is, is actually intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is that toxic? Why? Because you do it. No. <laughs> I just want I to I'm trying to think then. Maybe I need to sit down and evaluate. In a relationship, I don't know. Well, no one wants me. What? What's I got to do with anything? I didn't. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> just brought up something for the sake of it. <laughs> when they watch the other episodes, they'll understand. I'm such a troublemaker, but anyway, I think that's what my I'm a troublemaker unnecessarily. Can that be a toxic mm-hmm. trait? Yeah, but it is. <laughs> is it? Yes, it is. If you're going out seeking trouble, no, but like there's banter trouble. You just said I'm a troublemaker. Yeah, but you know what I meant. I didn't mean like I'm trying to literally cause serious issues. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you could. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though. You may not intend to cause serious issue, but mm-hmm. it depends on how that person is feeling that day. If that could actually lead into something serious. Yeah, but then that's like with everything. Then sometimes you can take a tell a joke at the wrong time, and if that person's not in the mood, exactly. So can that be also classed as a toxic? That that maybe being insensitive. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. My pet she doesn't want to say that she's insensitive. I, do you think I'm insensitive? I don't want to be the one. To no, no, no. Honestly, in a serious note, yeah. The one thing I have learned though is that some things that I just feel like okay, so maybe I am a bit insensitive. Then no, there's some things that you don't take as deep as other people. Yeah. That's do you normal. think I'm insensitive? I don't think you're insensitive. <laughs> Why are you asking me? Because you know, you know what? Not being too personal, if you don't mind, right? I think with our with our friendship, I was saying it to someone the other day that what I've realized with me and I was gonna call you Mary. Wow. <laughs> that's, my, that's my other name. I know, but I was thinking in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what I think about me and Omatoyas' friendship is I didn't realize how soft she actually is. So Are you a sensitive person, Toyasi? Am I sensitive? I can be. Yeah. So the things that I wouldn't think. Because I see her as such a like Would bother strong, her. Does, okay, okay. Do you know what I mean? So I adapt and feel like, oh yeah, it's just Tosi. But then with time, I've realized that oh, actually no, this actually bothers her. Kind of she, yeah. Like she is as soft mm-hmm. as other. So I think that is definitely went with me and you. But my pettiness is probably one of my toxic traits. I'm petty. I think you're petty. Yeah, I'm my petty. <laughs> is it a toxic trait? Sorry, Grace. I'm gonna say because this is Grace. She does. <laughs> she. Is it You're a toxic? laughing. You don't even know what it is. Anything. She said, sorry, Grace. This is this Grace. Is Grace. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But it's not, I don't think it's toxic on purpose, but this is actually one of your characteristics. Yeah. Grace does good things for people, but people always mistake, m- misconstrue it as she's doing it for herself. Hmm. Okay, so that's a, that people are misunderstanding your good gestures or what? Yeah, so like, let's say, for example. Well, like she has something to gain from it. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know Is it toxic Because she's not listening To the other person Like they don't want So for example If I say to Grace I don't want to do anything For my birthday mm. Okay She will still do something For my birthday yeah. After I've told But I don't but think That's th- a toxic trait that's It can be It can be If you're not what? listening to me Yeah 
Because you're, you're are you doing your, it for yourself? Yeah. Or are but you doing what it for do me? I gain for it though? That's the thing. I don't gain any. So, so but then, you feel better about yourself. No, mm, but that's why, true. No, you could feel so, better no, no, about no. yourself. You could feel better <laughs> for, for yourself or about yourself or whatever. But when I do things mm-hmm. for people. I'm thinking about how it will make them feel. I never think about myself. I don't want to do anything. So are you you really listening to me? But then I might be just thinking that you're just saying, no, this is what we're talking about. I may just be thinking, you're just saying that because you just feel, I don't want to discomfort Grace. I don't want to do this. I don't, but I I genuinely feel like you would enjoy it. So, I've never, have I ever, no, have you ever said I think we're just talking hypothetically. But in that, in that case, you're putting your thoughts above hers because you're thinking something else for her. Even though she's told you she doesn't want one, you're saying, oh, I think she's just saying it because. But I, then we can say that with so many things when it comes to friendships, because there could be times where I say to you, oh, you could say, Grace, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm fine. But you'd be like, nah, I know there's something wrong, Grace. Okay. And but then that's not because that... of that, you now say, oh, I'm going to come and see you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that just to come and cheer her up because I know she's, there's something wrong with her, but I'm not. Yeah, but if, then, it, but if it's a constant thing. But even, what, no, but even so, even if I say to you, I'm fine, I don't want you to come over. Like if that, for then example, this is, this, and then if they outwardly and openly said, I don't want this and you still go ahead and do it. Me saying I'm fine. That's then just... For me, if, if do you feel like I've been like that with you? No, I'm just saying hypothetically because of the situation for that person's birthday. No, so now that I know what you're talking about, I don't think that's me. But no, I'm saying, I remember wouldn't... how the person, I'm just saying how the person Yeah, but how it, that person behaved, yes, was because of the fact that they were up to bullshit. It wasn't, it, that was okay, a so, guilty okay, conscience. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Like, it wasn't because of I was doing something because that's only, that's the only time that I've, that's, yeah, so then, no, no, no. It's not something I do. Because no, if you is. remember, what, with every, what, are you talking with guys? Yeah, in relationships. With, oh, then that's different. That's just my, that's my love language. That is how I like doing nice things for people. That's not me being toxic. And in that situation, for me, I see it as because he knew the bullshit he was on, his guilty conscience is what was eating him. Okay. Do you, you, you know what she's talking about. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like it was his guilty conscience that was killing him. And when you know you're doing something that's bad mind or horrible or whatever, and someone's being nothing but nice to you, it's hard to deal with. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And so he could, he, he, what he was doing was gaslighting me. I think, in my it, own. I think it could be looked at that way, but it could also be looked at that you don't listen. No, I'm the only reason why I say that is that if it happens with multiple people, not just that one occasion, mm. if it's a thing that you do, Tracy says she doesn't want this, you do it. This person says she doesn't want that, and you do she's it. Saying, but no, if it's that one occasion, then that, as you said, that's the. No, that's I was just using situation. that as the, the focal point. I don't know about other situations or anything. I'm just so saying, says, I'm just saying it because you know what his response was. I'm like, okay, is that a toxic trait? So if, no, but you said. You said it is a toxic trait for me, right? No, I'm saying this is what you did. That's why I said, show me grace. This is what you did. Like, Mm -hmm. it could be pursued as a... It could be... One thing I've learned... In that that situation, I think one thing I've learned is that the right person won't see like that. Facts. The right person, because when I think about the person I'm dating now... Oh, you date him? Oh, shit. Oh, we are not... (laughs) We ain't cutting that out. We ain't cutting that out. We ain't cutting that out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, a round of applause. <laughs> no, I can't say Brit would know. Good for you. Good for you. Good for no, you. Today it was me just now. No, no it was. Why do you have to? You have to. Because you, you have, have conversation. Oh, you have to. Anyway. <laughs>
We are definitely leaving it. Nah, it's me that needs to upload. I'm kind of shit out. <laughs> <laughs> so when I think about um, how I am now, or like people that I've done nice things for, and they're genuine and they care about me, they don't take it that way. Mm-hmm. It will be like, oh, Grace, you shouldn't have, but I really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Because they've taken the time to understand me and know me, and know like, Grace genuinely just... There's, I, I genuinely get a buzz out of doing nice things for people and it's never anything for me. No, but it's... The times that I do feel like I'm doing something and this is me being honest is when maybe when I help people in need, it makes me feel like, oh, you know, I'm helping people that are struggling. Yeah, but Grace, but, there's, there is nothing wrong with feeling good about doing good deeds. No, 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 no. I know yeah. that. I, know, I have no shame in that. Okay, that's okay, why I said okay. that's me being honest. So like when I, like if I go down the road and I see someone that's you know, need to help and whatever, and I help them. Or if I see an elderly person, like <laughs> I've helped elderly people more and that makes me feel good because I'm like, God, please, as I'm helping these people, I, one time when I get old, please let me find it and help her. Mm-hmm. But if it's in like dating or friendships and I genuinely do things for you, I'm even discomforting myself. Mm. So it's the last thing mm-hmm. I would, do you know what I mean? The last thing I'll be thinking about is myself because I'm probably tired. I'm really and truly for us to think about myself, I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But in that, that, that tramp, he knew what he was doing. Liar. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, you're okay. a liar. <laughs> that lies. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Damn. Do you have any other? To- do you have toxic traits? I probably do. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you asking me today? Is it a game show? Is it a game show? Are you, are you going on a game show anytime soon? Really Did you apply? Did you, do you apply? apply? Should Why? I? What? 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 <laughs> That Nigerian trip was really affecting you, right? <laughs> I I live there basically. So, would you, did apply? you apply? I've applied there. Really? Times. Yeah, I remember we said it. Golden balls, million pound draw. I've applied. I've said it here already. I think you should loads go. of times, bro, but not recently. Okay. I think you should start applying. Yeah, I think I will. I think you'll do good. So, <laughs> um, toxic, my toxic traits. Um, I'd probably say. I oh yeah I'm really really what's 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 that um I'm I'm mm. I'm petty in a tip that way I think that's just the it brain you okay maybe but but you know what it's just I'm not if I was single I'm not sure what my toxic trait would be I feel like toxic traits sometimes are created in a relationship mm. so mine is tip for tat and in I'm really <clears throat> but even me being single, I'm. T- I'm I no, I would never have a tit for tat mentality if I wasn't in a relationship. I've never had. Oh, that. okay, that particular trait. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you're saying that in general, you don't have traits. No, right? no, no. Toxic traits are toxic traits, but this. Do you one, forgive easily? Uh, yeah. I, I think I'm a bit. I just remember I said that with my friends. I give. I give so much mm-hmm, grace. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, since you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. so you'll be able to. Some traits are unfor- unforgiveness, unwilling to give grace. Controlling behavior, no sacrifice or compromising, limited self awareness, unable to take criticism, regular non constructive communication, weaponizing sex, definitely not you, um, breadcrumbing. Hmm. What's breadcrumbing? So it's like what that person did. I thought you said it's gaslighting. He did both. He did both <laughs> of them. So what's the breadcrumbing? So breadcrumbing is something that Nigerians specialize in. So when a person will... gives another just enough crumbs <laughs> of attention or affection to give you hope. And oh, keep you okay, okay. But yeah. not enough to okay. make you feel comfortable or sure that the girl. relationship is going I'm well. I'm still going to give my explanation. What Nigerian men do a lot. And Nigerian men don't breadcrumb. No. Eh? 
They love they bombing. Love, they love love bomb. Is that not what you just read? Oh, you read breadcrumbing. Oh, I thought you read. Um, you said what's breadcrumbing? Yeah, Sorry. I said what's breadcrumbing. I was just thinking about them. They do love bombing. I didn't realize all these things had names, you know, until mm, like mm. recently. I think love bombing. Mm-hmm. An attempt to influence a person using intense emotions, affection, mm-hmm. and admiration, mm-hmm. usually used in a manipulative way, mm-hmm. or excessive attention, admiration, and affection with the goal to make the person, the recipient, feel dependent or obliga- obligated to that person. So when you read that, do you not think of the men in Nigeria? No. Really? <laughs> I feel like a Nigerian man can tell you within two days, I love you. Mm-hmm. You don't think that's too... That's inf- love for me. That is love, yeah. It's not love bombing. How's yes, it, it is. Because he definitely doesn't love you. First of all, him saying he loves me, it, I feel like they just don't know what, like, they don't say the word like. I think you, you're giving them too, like, they do. We're in 2023. Listen, they know like, what like is. <laughs> they're, not, they're not village boys. I don't think they use it to their advantage, though. No. Do you really think, I think so guys- do you really think that as a woman, as you are now, <laughs> yes. A man can say after two days he loves me. I'll be like, baby, I love you too. Let me die there. No? Yeah, but they they still think it's the best way to win you up to be telling you they That's love you. That's what I'm you, saying. I don't think they do gifts. I don't think they do it on like consciously. But it's still, yeah, but it's, still in a, it's still in a toxic trait. Because remember, toxic traits are not necessarily mm. done. But I, I definitely don't think they do it consciously. I think it's just mm. in their system to be like, after two days, to show the baby you really like her, mm. tell her you love her, okay. shower her with gifts. In Nigeria, in Nigeria, especially a lot of Nigerian girls, even in the UK or anywhere in the world, I love languages, presence, and money. Money is the only thing that makes someone smile. Yeah, but no offense to Nigeria, but do you not think the reason why a, um, a love for money has grown is because of the struggling and a change in America? Of life? The love of money has, is even past us. Yeah, but they're struggling. What in America? They are actually struggling. It's just packaging. I feel like everybody, I feel like husband, <clears throat> wife, anybody, everybody loves money. A good day is if you're no, walking out the house and your husband leaves an envelope full of cash, you're smiling for the day. That's a it's nice just gesture. everyone. And yeah, you you so when I think about when you think about when you're in relationships, right? The man you really care about, you're not thinking about him wasting money excessively. If you if he did so many gestures for you, you'd be like, babe, it's like I don't want you to spend too much money because you're you're thinking about his pocket, no? Oh. I don't give a heck. If you like, spend it all on me. If you like, don't spend it. Seriously, <laughs> I cannot with you. <laughs> I don't give a heck. <laughs> if you have all the money. Honestly, I don't care. Really? If he's spending on you, your husband, or if he's not spending, oh, he will tell you to go. We're not too like spend. If you like, don't spend. Okay, let's forget about the gene aspect of things. I'm just so we're talking about your husband or somebody that you're just seeing. You're both. I even think someone you're seeing, dating, that whatever, you like. and you genuinely like and you care about him. You're not thinking about the money and everything he's. How about he have exce- He might have excessive money to be gifted, which is which is nice. Yeah, yeah if he so. has excessive money and everything. But what I'm saying is, when you're when you're dating with intent, or you genuinely like the person, so long as they meet your criteria, like financially comfortable, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. His money and him spending on you. Like, <laughs> His money is spending Like don't get me wrong I want gifts And all of that stuff But I would still be thinking About your pocket After a while Especially if we're trying To build together What's the while? (sighs) After like the the Tenth gift No but you know what I mean Like if you're buying me A Chanel bag every day I'm gonna be like Yeah do you know what I'm saying But if it was someone You didn't care about Would you care? Nah Exactly that's what I'm saying (laughs) No comment? None. (laughs) 
Have you have you ever been someone who was uh, now looking at the definitions? Let me just go back to it. Do you feel like you have ever? Thank These you. are the things that you thank make thank you. do that make us love ya. <laughs> no, it's because I asked him for some, so bless him. Um, do you think now that we've read the definitions, do you think you have ever breadcrumbed someone or been someone that was love bombing? No. Obviously, you're married. You said ever. Um, Yes, I have Which one? Both Both. (laughs) (laughs) I've done both Really? I can't imagine you love bombing What are you doing? I don't know what you want me to respond to Oh, sorry (laughs) What? Do you want to talk about it? No (laughs) (laughs) You know what, I have you ever done any? Well, you know, I'll be honest. I was scared to think, does anyone think I've ever, like, love bombed? Yeah. I was, Um, I think a few days ago, someone sent me something on Instagram about, Um, let me try and find it quickly to read it to you guys, because it's actually kind <laughs> Is of... Is this what someone thinks you've done or what you've done? Because actions can be misunderstood and mis... So I'll read, I'll read what they sent and which triggered me to start okay. thinking about stuff. Sorry, it'll come up in a minute. Sorry, guys. Talk too much. But it started making me wonder, like, has there ever been a time where someone has misread my actions? Because I didn't even know love... She just told you one. No, 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 but that one I know. Okay, okay. For me, that one I know, that's just him being an asshole. But I was just thinking, has anyone, or do I need to now... Sorry, or do I not feel like there's just so many rules and regulations now that you can't even be your authentic self. Mm. So a red flag in a relationship is major declaration of love or friendship too soon. This feels good, but it's also a sign that the person doesn't have boundaries and doesn't know how to build mature emotional connections. Emotional intimacy takes time. So when I was reading, it wasn't even this that made me, it was the, it was the comments, right, in the comment section. And someone mentioned love bombing and then I went to go and look at it. And I then said to myself, Imagine if you've done something for one person, but you haven't done it for the other person. Mm-hmm. Does that now mean you're love bombing? Love, love bombing. Do you get what I mean? Because I can't lie. If I like you, I'm going to show affection. But admiration. you do know love bombing isn't just the showing affection. It's the reason why you're showing affection. Mm. Oh, so your intent. Yes. Yeah, okay, so I feel like... But then there's the fear. It's the whole definition. Then there's the fear that that person doesn't know I don't that give you're a heck what the person thinks. You know what you're doing. No, I'm saying when I was reading this, when no, I was reading No, but I'm saying you thing, know why you were showing that person attention. Mm. You know if you genuinely liked them or not. Mm. You know if you were doing it in a manip- manipulative way yeah. or not. How the other person takes it, yeah. it clearly they don't know you okay. enough to know yeah, if you're yeah, genuine. Which is like what I was saying. Okay, so I just feel mm-hmm. like love bombing isn't just the showing affection. It's not one part. It's actually it's the intent behind it. It's the mm-hmm. intent behind it. I feel like, have I? Oh, maybe I haven't. <laughs> this girl actually stresses me. Uh, why are you saying you haven't? I don't think I've intended. But intentionally. Have you... Intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> but do you not feel, have you ever, because I know how your brain works, I'm going to ask you this. Have you ever think, let me do this so that he will be happy? Or let me say this so that he will stop being upset about something else? Uh, oh, come on. That's not, that's not love. But I don't think that's love. Bombing. But the intent behind it, are you genuinely doing it because you no, a lot want of people, to do it? A lot of people do things to make situations better. Yeah, to make okay, other people happy. Yeah, okay. I don't think it's fair love point. bombing. Fair point, fair point. Fair point. Fair point. Ugh. Have you ever weaponized sex? Weaponized sex? Yeah. Regularly. 
Have you? I, I don't have sex. No. Huh? I don't think I've weaponized sex. I mean, if we're arguing, sometimes I would want to have sex. Sometimes I don't. That's and just, the reason is because we're arguing. Mm, that's but just it. that's just it. It's not me. I want to have it. sex, but I'm not going to have sex with you because you did this. So if you're arguing now, yeah, and um, you want to have sex, mm. would you make the first move? Yeah, I'm having sex. So would you say? I know we're not talking right now, but we've got to do what no, she ain't got to talk. I ain't got no talking involved. <sighs> Sorry, you're professional. This is the to be talking. Bro. Like, mm. <laughs> is he gonna say no? Hell no, he's not. You don't think so? You don't Never. think men can say no? No, they can. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna but say he ain't. Sorry. No, right. unless I've done a madness, mm. then he'll be like. I don't think you'd even try the if you did the madness. <laughs> yeah, I was, right. say, I was gonna say. So do you, so huh, when you say weaponizing sex. It doesn't always have to be you saying no, you know. Mm-hmm. It could be yeah, you yeah, using yeah, sex, yeah. sex to. Do you but, get what I mean? But as I said, I think wives do that a lot. What use it to resolve issues? Yeah. Okay. But that's a way to resolve issues in marriage, though. Sex mm. is actually a way to reconnect. To like, that's why even if you're arguing after sex, like you might ask you to drink some water. Like it's it's a it's a form of communication again if you're not talking. So after you've done whatever, would you say that then softens the it issue? It softens. It may not solve it, mm. but it definitely eases the tension. Okay. Softens the situation. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. Okay. So speaking about relationships, what about within parenting? So within parenting is judgmental, emotional manipulation, <laughs> grudge holding, severe beating, silent treatment, un- Unjustified punishments, unjust punishments, emotional n- neglect. The silent treatment is not toxic. It's not as a pa- within parenting, by the way. No, sometimes she, I'd, I'm beating her, <laughs> so I'd rather just be silent. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be silent for her to know she's done something wrong. But I am not talking to you, mm-hmm. Stella, and she'll just come and say, "Mommy, I'm really sorry," mm-hmm. and then that she knows that. I would I say it's a form of But that's not, not because if, if Tia or S has done something wrong, mm-hmm. I'll be like, Tia, like you've really upset me. Please don't talk to me. Yeah, right I don't think it's, mm-hmm. like, it's and then, wrong. As you said, then they'll know they've done something wrong. Yeah. Give it five minutes and then we can talk about I don't think why you toxic. did it or, mm-hmm. and just break it down for them. I don't think it's toxic. I don't think it's toxic. Okay. I think beating is toxic. Severe yeah. beating. I think Severe toxic. beating, yeah. yeah. I don't think beating is toxic. I think, so. I think uh, I've always said Within parents, I think when you feel everything has to be beating the child, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. that's you, me. You don't yeah, know how to severe, resolve. Yeah, yeah. Like severe is lazy parenting. Severe, yeah. Be- yeah. severe beating mm-hmm. is definitely toxic. I do not think sometimes a smack on the hand is. I don't think that's toxic. No, all. so like I, I, I do the little flick on the fingers every now and then, but I don't beat. My so you never beat them. I remember the sofa that they put paint. I don't know how my hands accidentally, <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> and you know, after, and this is why I know that I can't be my kids because after that, I actually went upstairs to cry. Yeah, I felt so bad. I had to go and speak to them to say like, I'm sorry. Mommy was angry, but mm. I just don't feel like beating. When I think of when I was younger and the one or two times that my parents beat me or whatever, that is not what changed me. That's not what resolved the issues we had at hand. It was... Once, once they started speaking to me or me getting, as I got older, I started to understand things. And that's when I started to change. I don't mm. think beating, <clears throat> I think maybe punishments, like taking things from them and them not having them is a reminder to them that, okay, what I've done is wrong. Because you beat your child, say you beat them at one. By one thirty, the pain and everything has gone. 
But if you take something from your child as a punishment, you put them like, oh, you're not allowed to go out for the week. <laughs> Depending on how bad you were, black reminder boy. Sometimes my, I remember my mom said to me, I'll beat you. What did she say? She said, I'll smack you so hard that you forget your name. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> I can't remember. But my mom's she, she says that all the time. Mm. But um, that's the thing. I'm, I'm bad with the follow through. So if I say to them, you can't have something for a week. Mm-hmm. The next day. And then I see them with it. And I can't even be asked. Yeah, because that's my fault that you have it. It is what it is. But um, I think my, my daughter's too young for me to even talk about levels of punishment. Mm-hmm. Right now we're dealing with naughty step. Mm, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, to be fair, mine are young as well though. No, nah, five is five, yeah, five they're starting four. to understand yeah. certain things. Yeah. Bella understands. But Bella's too. Yeah. Mm. She knows naughty step though. Listen, and she knows when I said, "What? Okay, for example, she's not eating her food." And I said, "Okay, give me the iPad." One, two, she's eating that food, mm-hmm. so she knows yeah. like things will get taken away from mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. I used to smack Bella's hand and stuff, but now I don't touch her at all because I've realized that the smacking, she's just like, if Let I smack get... her bum, she'll be like, "I've got it, yeah. it's done now." And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Because but I when I say to, to her, "Go to the naughty step," no, but then now, okay, because I don't smack her or I don't hit her nothing. Mm-hmm. When I do, like when I smack her hand, it's quite. She's it's, like, okay, it's more I've effective. Take, yeah, yeah, she's like, okay, I've taken the piss now, mm. and she'll literally go in the corner. It's like she's thinking about yeah. what she's done, mm-hmm. and then she'll come. It to becomes me and say, redundant Sorry. when you keep doing yeah. it. It doesn't so mean that's why anything. I think severe beating is wrong, mm. but once in a while, bro, they need to that get surprise. their senses. <laughs> they need that surprise, <laughs> boy. So that's just yeah. me. Okay, what about um, emotional manipulation? I've done that. What to your kids? Yeah, what's that? So, for example, if I was going to take the kids to the cinema and then for whatever reason, I've decided we're not going and Tia's done something wrong, I'll be like, see, now we're not going. We were going to go to the cinema. Now we're not going. <laughs> <laughs> That's that then. <laughs> I'm not there. I think my mum's done it to me. I had a dream. You know that? Oh, I had oh. a dream. <laughs> God said that you shouldn't. Meanwhile, you just don't want me to go. My, my, mom, my mom can't even try that because she knows that. <laughs> The child I am, I will now go. <laughs> I will now go and say, let God prove himself that I should not go. <laughs> so I don't think my mom, my mom never did that. Um, I don't think I would ever hold grudges to my kids. Though. No, no, what? Never. Hold grudges? I can never. Uh, no. But some parents do. No, that's true. Some and parents some parents do. like a a lot with certain situations. A lot of mothers hold have resentment to their kids because their they, daughters as well. Yeah, because they may feel like. You stopped me from living a certain type of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You stopped me. You you stopped that person talking to me, or mm-hmm. that person is not talking to me anymore because of you. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get that job because I had to be a mother to you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of resentment. But like my sister always says to my mom, not that my mom resents any of us, but when they're like bannering or bickering, she's like, I didn't ask to be here. Yeah. Which is true, but at the same time, okay, you're here. So that's something you have to deal with. Not 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 that I'm judging anyone or whatever. I'm just saying, but. I didn't ask you to be here. You made that decision for me to be here. Since you decided to make a decision from when I was just a seed, you have to make decisions for me throughout my life now until I'm capable of doing my own. It's hard. Yeah, it is. It's hard because when you become a parent, you you don't know what to expect. Yeah, And what you expect is never what happens. Yeah, that's true. So I do feel like it's hard. Everyone, like even if you plan to bring a child into Mm -hmm. the world, you're thinking it's going to go a certain way where you can provide them with the life that you want Mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, okay, I've lost opportunities because I've had a child. Doesn't mean that I Mm -hmm. resent being your mom, Mm -hmm. but I may resent motherhood at that time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think some, a lot of, not a lot actually, there are some 
mothers that are jealous of their daughters. Yeah. Mm. Not even single Beauty parents, but or, mm-hmm. the way the dad loves the child. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Could grow resentment for the mum and stuff like that. So I can I can definitely see situations where grudges can be held. Yeah. So what about we flip it? Have you guys ever held grudges to your parents for their way of parenting? I wouldn't say I held a grudge. Okay. Yeah, that's quite intense. Actually. Yeah, I feel like that's very intense. But I did feel some form of resentment mm. to my dad when he died. Mm. I think you've spoken about that. Already. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he died. He died the day before my birthday. I thought that was very selfish. <laughs> Even At though I didn't understand, I was seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I was yeah. seven. Mm-hmm. Like I turned seven the next mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was. I feel like. It's like I'm always constantly reminded around my birthday mm-hmm. that okay, your dad died the day before. I get what you mean. So, so I was you live like in that shadow. Yeah, so I was just like <sighs> stained. My yeah, birthday like kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But then as I've grown older and obviously as I've spoken to God, I think one time I was like so like I was in church and I was so deep into it and I feel like I heard my dad and he apologized. Mm. And I was just like, Oh, that's fine. What can we do now? That's the date. <laughs> Can't change the date. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I spoke to him and he genuinely apologized. And he was like, maybe he isn't, I don't know if it's God or him, but it was like, maybe it's so close to your birthday. So you know that I'm always with you. Like I, I protect you and I'll never leave you. And that's how I've taken it now. But I don't resent my mom. I just, it's just annoying. Yeah. So it's like when she does stuff, I'm just like, you're just bare childish. Mm. But one thing I've realized about our parents, and I always say it to my mom and my aunties, as the firstborn, you're not the firstborn, are you? No. So as the firstborn, I always say to my mom, every year is a new chapter. Mm-hmm. You've never raised a 31-year-old. You've never raised a 32-year-old. Mm-hmm. You've never raised a 33. So every single year, you're actually entering a new dimension with mm-hmm. me as well. Mm-hmm. So you need to understand, it's not like... I'm not your mate. I'm not a two-year-old. Mm. And you've raised a two-year-old before. That's fine. But you've never raised a 32-year-old. Mm. And she's just like, okay. She's realized now that I'm an adult. It's changing. <laughs> it's changing. Fair enough. Okay, so then individual tra- toxic behaviors. Individuals over- into ourselves. Yeah, individuals. Overthinking. <laughs> negativity. Hateration. 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 What's hateration? Don't need no hateration. No, I didn't ask you. The definition. (laughs) But what do you think that the different definition of hateration is? On yourself, individual. Hateration. You don't love yourself. Okay, okay. You're just a hater. Okay. Hater. Oversensitivity, self sabotage. Comparison, oversharing. I think everyone ah. has gone through this. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you want, I haven't gone through. Let me be quiet for this section because I guess um, I think everybody's gone through, gone through it. I think one of my biggest toxic things, <laughs> toxic <Behavior>. traits, <laughs> is oversharing. Okay. Oh. I told you on a podcast, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely overshare a lot, and I feel like. Because I'm so transparent And I'm just like Okay it's life sort of thing mm. I feel like it does m- Get misconstrued sometimes Okay So I overshare A bit too much And now I'm, I've learned I'm learning To just keep things to myself I'm just like okay mm. Because oversharing Could be a toxic trait Like I feel like Because I'm just so like Blah Like okay it's life mm-hmm. A lot of people Even like comments On the podcast A lot of people can be like You lack substance Because you're just like It's life Like I'm just I don't really 
There's certain things That I don't have an opinion on Because I'm just like It's life You can't mm-hmm. control it So yeah, what's the point, so what's the point? On it, Whereas kind of it can get Viewed in a negative light mm-hmm. So I just I've, I've learned to keep my mouth shut mm-hmm. On certain things mm-hmm. What about you? I think mine is, <laughs> but I think a major one for me is the self-sabotage. Remember I told you I don't take myself seriously yeah. enough. I don't. So that's that for me is definitely one of my toxic traits that really affect me. Um how do you overcome it? Maxi, is it every time that someone asks you a question, you'll be doing these animated which one is Bro, the finger? That's a deep question. Like, how do I overcome? Or are you still in that? Do you still self-sabotage? Yeah, like I'm trying not to. How? I don't know. I'm okay. praying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, you know what? I'm set. Sometimes, um, you know, you set big goals. It, it just, it puts me off. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, you know, like how like a work breaking breakdown down. structure mm-hmm. is. I'm literally just breaking things into small, like just increments. Okay. That, That's good. Yeah. That's so, good. we'll see how I get progress to that. Okay. How about you, Grace? How about you? Uh, mine's overthinking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, but you two, you mention it every episode. So you're always saying, all right. <laughs> you mentioned the fact that you don't take yourself seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you don't say that. You know, everyone does right. everything, right? But, but it's, um, it's a lot better. I was saying it to someone that, like, I don't know what happened at the end of, like, the last few days of the year. I really had a serious conversation with God mm-hmm. and I said, listen, you need to break me out of the shackles of this thing. Like, it's nearly suffocating sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like God realized that, okay, this babe needs help. <laughs> you know, when you like, you know, there's some prayers you pray, it starts with the praise and worship mm-hmm. and then you start crying and mm-hmm, everything. Mm-hmm. And your head, you're like, I don't even know I'm crying, but God, I'm really feeling this prayer. And then you start telling God what you really, really want. You realize it's, it's like not a material. Fervent prayer. It's not material things. It's not material things. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's just things within yourself. Yeah. And I so I just felt like this weight has been lifted. lifted. And those that are listening, I'm not saying that I prayed and all of a sudden I don't overthink anymore. It's that I, I still, it still happened. But it's not as intense. And every time I realize it's happening, I just call God and he settles me down. Mm. So it's still a journey that you have to go through and everything. Yeah. But I just feel like I've finally taken the first step. And you know, they always say it's always the first step. That's the hardest step. So for me, that's how I've managed to, you know, deal with it. So okay. speaking of dealing with it, there's some other ways that have been suggested, like setting boundaries and enforcing them, walking away, look inwards, therapy and prayer. For me, I feel like therapy and prayer has been one of the biggest ones that have really helped me. Mm. And a new one I'm trying to set is setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Because setting boundaries and can you enforce them? And enforce, and them. enforce them. So for me, the I think when you have stuff like being oversensitive and comparison, I think a good way is obviously prayer and therapy, but setting boundaries is a really good way to try and like, you know, deal with it in a sense of you might need to take yourself out of the situation. So if you feel like you're someone that comes compares yourself to other people. Maybe you need to try and have some new time and be my favorite word still and be by yourself and try and not be in places that trigger you, right? Mm-hmm. Because the other person is not the problem or the mm-hmm. people you're comparing yourself to is not the problem. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you are the problem, right? So maybe you need to take yourself away from those triggers and maybe, you know, set boundaries. So what is it that I can do that can stop me from feeling? And it could be little activities like writing a list of things that are good about yourself 
what you're proud of, your achievements, things you want to do and start setting goals. Because then you start to feel like you're on your own journey. Mm-hmm. You start to feel like, okay, I've got things that I'm going for that I don't need to compare myself to other people. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes listening to, I think podcasts are so good, but like, you know, the ones that you're learning, personality, reading as well helps. Ed- <coughs> so educating yourself, you know, on certain things, I think also helps. And actually having a hobby, I think is a good world, to, mm-hmm. a good way to like, you know, I know, through. Yeah. What about y'all? Um, yeah, I'd say <clears throat> try and set new habits. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, as I said, like just breaking down goals into smaller increments so that they're more achievable. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think another way that, yeah, in terms of setting boundaries as well, actually, because <clears throat> I'm one of them friends that... Are you hungry? You, very. I'm one of them friends that if you called me and you were stuck in France, I'd go. Like, I'm I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm there in it. So, but one thing I've realized is that I can't pour into others what I don't have. Mm. So I really need to um, take time and set boundaries for my friends and for myself. Um, and it's not that my friends are taking advantage, mm-hmm. but it's just to protect the what I have what you can do. Yeah, what I can do and what I can offer at that particular time. Um, and not feeling bad that I can't offer it as mm. well. Um, so, yeah. So, just to ask you on that, like, so for example, you said, what did you, wait, what was the last bit you said? That, um, not being, feeling not, bad that yeah, I can't yeah. offer. So how would you put the boundaries but still feel you're being yourself? So you're someone that, for example, likes to help and mm-hmm, everything. Mm-hmm. How do you set the boundary? So someone, say for example, you had a friend that's in Paris, needed help. Yeah. You're setting boundaries that I can't just get up and go and mm-hmm. whatever. So how would you help them? Try and find a solution over the phone? I'll try something? and find a solution, an, another alternative. Okay. Yeah. I'll try and find another alternative if possible. So what's the original question? Um, just how you... How you... Deal with... Deal with the toxic traits, yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. And setting boundaries. Yeah. Like what, what suggestions would you give? Solutions would you put in place? Um, what was your toxic trait that you mentioned? Oversharing. Okay. Was oh, that to myself though? In general, yeah, in whatever you could choose. It doesn't I think in one. relationships, in relationships, it is definitely creating boundaries, and also, I think I need to be it. Freya, <laughs> why did you quiver? You held your back from saying what you wanted. Just Freya. Yeah. Do you have to set any boundaries in your relationship? Um. Due to your traits. What are her traits? Myself, petty, tit for tat. Yeah, that's to me, that's a that's a constant reminder. Like anytime it comes in my head, <laughs> I have to shut it down. So you're and I have walk to, away. I have to take the high roads. Like I have to sometimes it's really hard being mature. It's oh. one of the hardest things sometimes. Sorry. I was what? thinking of the song, but it's not the right song. Hit the road, Jet. Don't you come back no more? No? Okay. What song is that? Don't you know that? Am I the only one that... Some Shania Twain song. No, it's an old song. It's like, yeah. (sighs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because, no, being being sensible and choosing to be mature Mm -hmm. is actually very hard sometimes, especially when you feel like you're in the right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, just having that constantly on my mind um, and shutting those those things down. Because at the end of the day, it's only going to... Worse than the situation I have to think about The bigger picture And mm-hmm. how it's gonna I don't wanna 
prolong an argument for another two days just because I did this. Mm-hmm. So um, that and do you know what? I've started asking a lot more questions. Mm. Like, so one of my questions to Ollie the other day is like, what things like can I do to improve my role as a wife to you? Mm. Um, what things do you, am I currently doing that you don't really like? Like mm. I asked that because at the end of the day, I'm a wife. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a role to you. That's mm-hmm. a service to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask him those questions. So instead of me assuming, oh, he doesn't like this or he likes this mm-hmm. and getting it completely wrong, I've just asked, I've just learned to ask more. And then I just get the answer mm-hmm. that he's gonna Easy. give me. Yeah, it just it just makes more sense that way. So mm. those are the boundaries I put for myself anyway. well, in terms of relationship. Yeah. And what yeah. was yours in terms of relationship? Um Freya. No, what's what to get over it has to do with it. Freya. Okay. For what? what Everything. <laughs> but you know what? Prayer is a good one though. Because... No, I know it's not like <laughs> No, because when you're in a rela- when you're in a relationship, yeah, you need God and you're angry. Bro, you better get over that angriness quickly because you can't be angry in the presence of God and try and pray for me. Mm. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna fly. So you have to, and sometimes you're angry in the beginning. Mm-hmm. If you really mean what you're saying, that anger should subside yeah, so, in, the, in so the prayer. When you talk, I think prayer is a good way mm-hmm. to even cure your own anger. Facts, yeah. Because imagine, like, it's true. You're praying for someone and you're angry. As you're praying, the anger will be start to... It's not. Yeah. God's not going to hear that. Yeah. For me, it's... um, What was it? Self-awareness mm-hmm. in a relationship. Mm, that's key, actually. Yeah. That's good. And I think... um. Paying attention. And you remember I said in one of our other episodes how um, I think now before I speak. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, that's really helped. It's prevent a lot of like unnecessary arguments. And I'm not even just talking romantic settings. I'm talking about just relationships with my friends and stuff like that. Um, and then another trait, a toxic trait I think I have. I don't know if it's a toxic trait, but in relationship with friends is, can I say fear? Yeah. Fear, fear, of, fear of them not being happy with me. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds that's like another overthinking thing, but this—that's that's quite a, that's a specific precise, one. Yeah. yeah, I always like worry, and sometimes they have nothing on their mind; they're just living their life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's 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 um. Are you a people pleaser? Yes. I used. <clears throat> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you answered the question? Apparently you so. <laughs> she used to be. Shut up! <laughs> you think I still am? No, you, you used to be. Yeah. So I used to, you know, I said it that when I was married, my friendships were so important to me because that's the only thing I felt that was going right. Mm. So I was too intense and too involved in my friendships, mm-hmm. which led to me not wanting that to mess up because my marriage is messing up. So mm-hmm. I found myself doing above myself. But like now, ugh, one more. If, if obviously if I care about you And I feel like there's something going on I will pick up the phone I'll call you Or we'll talk about it or whatever But in terms of like Feeling like I have to please my friends No Because everyone's busy There's no time to even please you anyway mm. Do you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm a lot more confident And comfortable in myself And like I said Every day we're learning something new About ourselves anyway mm. So I don't feel like I need to Please my friends Or anyone I'm dating I learned that a lot as well That if you feel like you have to come out of your comfort zone for someone you're dating, then that person's not for you. You should be able to be your 100% self. Mm. From the beginning? No, obviously with time, you get comfortable. You have to be mm. sure if this is the person you can be yourself. 
with well, you should be yourself from the beginning, no? I'm, I, that's, that's no, I'm, I'm thinking okay. about it. Like, do you not think you should be yourself from the beginning because you want them to know you for who you are, and it's better to be yourself from the beginning so you could just know if this is gonna work or not. I think in the beginning, people put their best selves. In the forefront They don't show everything So it's not necessarily Being your complete Whole self I don't I was never my complete self When I met Olu Until probably like In the Until probably I was really comfortable with him But Everyone puts their best foot forward Whatever Whatever I don't think everyone reveals their their, However many sides you have It's not revealed in the beginning Or that you see their toxic traits And you don't want anything to do with it Mm -hmm. Well how How would you address the situation? And they're my friend just have a genuine conversation Like Tell them what I think It is that's affecting me negatively mm-hmm. How about if it's something You just notice about them Oh I'll tell them I'll be like babe Is everything alright? No I've no, I've no Is it And it's, if it's a new trait If it's something that I've like Recently noticed mm-hmm. I'll be like Is everything going alright? Like I've noticed this pattern mm-hmm. I'll just say it Me I'm <laughs> I'll say it <laughs> Obviously I'll just say it I don't want you to feel, to feel bad. Mm-hmm. So I say it in a real but kindest way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need yeah. to know that you're getting what I'm trying to say. How about you? So Grace? I can't sugarcoat it. What was the question again? How would you tell someone that you're identifying something toxic about them or you feel like they're being toxic towards you? You know, so I find it easier to tell them they're being toxic to someone else than to me because um, I'll be scared that I might be misreading it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. might be misreading it, mm-hmm. but I might. What I'll do is I'll ask certain questions or try and have certain conversations about something around it to gauge to be a hundred percent sure mm-hmm. that is what I think it is, and then I'll that's probably, if they're being toxic towards you. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if it's something I can't talk about now, what I do is I send it in a message because mm. I feel like text messages you can write in things, you can really say how you really feel, mm-hmm. and then maybe if they want to talk about it on the phone or they want to continue okay, via yeah. text, we can. That's about it. That text one's iffy for me, you know. Why? I like to write down what I'm going to say, but texts can be really misconstrued. You don't know the tone the person's saying it in. You just don't know how you... Like, if I read a text, Mm -hmm. I'm reading it how I'm interpreting. I'm I'm interpreting... Interpretating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interpreting. You're my dictionary. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm interpreting it (laughs) how I'm choosing to interpret it. It might not necessarily be what you mean. So most times, I actually write down what I'm going to say and I'll call mm. you. See, the thing is, I actually read text messages in the voice of the person sending it to me. Mm. So I know if I'm getting an essay, it's usually from someone that I'm close with. Okay. Mm. So I would know how, I kind of gauge how they mean That's it. That's true. Mm-hmm. So I, re- I actually don't read it in your voice. Yeah, I actually read it in the way that, mm-hmm. that they're saying it or how I think they're saying it. Mm. And then if I'm confused about anything, I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. I get that. I like text messages, personally. I like text messages from my man. <laughs> like, why? Send me a voice note so I can speed it up. Yeah, I, that's what, that's what <laughs> I, I speed up voice notes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I, I prefer voice notes than texts. It's long. It is long. It is long. It is long. <laughs> Do we think we enforce boundaries with the toxic behaviors around us? Oh, okay. I, right. I, I do now. What do you mean? I feel like I know. So I, like your f- 
I your see, friends' yeah. toxic traits. I see, oh, okay, okay. I see people's toxic traits around me, not even just my friends, my family as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I feel like if I raise it, I feel mm-hmm. like that's something for them to now deal with. Mm-hmm. And like my, in, my peace matters as well. And I feel like I'm just at a point where if you're being toxic about something that's not necessarily about me mm-hmm. or it is about me, I just, I don't know. I think I'm just in a very non, I'm, I'm just by myself. Mm. I'm in a by myself kind of thing. You know, I find it, I actually find it harder to um, put boundaries with your friends. Yeah, that's that's a struggle. Like I read, that's a struggle for me. But when a toxic trait is not, um, like it's it's not being aimed towards you, I actually find it harder to try and explain to my yeah. friend yeah. that this is a toxic trait. So how do you put a boundary? Like it's weird because I got a friend, yeah, <laughs> bruv. Nothing she's nothing is ever her fault. Oh. Nothing is ever her fault. She's perfect. <laughs> she's perfect. Like nothing is ever, but she doesn't do it towards me. But like, for example, if a relationship ended, mm. oh, she was perfect in it. If this person, if the, she was talking to a guy and she's seen something, oh, yeah, he was this, he's trash. He's this, like, mm. so I'm yeah. just so like. She lacks accountability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, but because. But is that toxic trait? Yeah. Or is it just. She's, that is a toxic a trait. To- no, a toxic that's a toxic trait. trait. <laughs> okay. If you, know. you can never be wrong, of course that's a toxic trait. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So how do you tell her she needs therapy? <laughs> <laughs> it's said I need to make therapy. Is how else is she? How are you going to make her take accountability? Be somebody who now takes accountability. That's therapy. Too, too yeah, because therapy is the conver- right conversation that leads her into saying, okay, I messed up in a certain way. Or, okay, yeah, I shouldn't have done this. True. So True. I think she does need therapy. Yeah. Or Me even saying someone. it, she'll yeah. probably just be like, that's not true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she actually needs to have a conversation with someone. That's true. So I was right. <laughs> I think sometimes you need to talk about it indirectly. In order for them to see it from That's another what I'm saying. You know perspective, what I'm saying? Like you do, you kind of like yeah. So if I'm yeah. if I'm if I'm talking about if I say, oh, I've got a friend, she's not she's not thinking Her. she's not one. She's not on the defense. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't feel she's being attacked, so she mm-hmm. can actually see it from I a think, different yeah. outsider's perspective, yeah. and then she can be like, yeah, just, I'll be like, mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Well, may God help us with our toxic traits and behaviors. Amen. Amen. We're not perfect, but but is it? I know this sounds really bad, but is there any toxic traits you need to keep? No. <laughs> Are you sure? No. I for, personally, mm. I'm not even petty, so I don't really know. Something you, like like when, you, when you lose Like say for example I'm focusing on this toxic trait And I really want to Remove it and stuff like that mm-hmm. Do you trade it in for another one Subconsciously? You might do you know You might, like, you know it might be your like, you know, coping addict. It might be your coping Yeah like your way Do you to just find something of... else uh, But it might be something good That you concentrate on What good trait is there? What good toxic trait is there? No not a good toxic trait I'm saying it might not necessarily be A toxic trait you know, Oh okay you Take it on. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. I, I don't think I want to leave my pettiness I, I think it's 
part of my personality now. I just obviously I brought it down. But, but I think it's all about creating boundaries and enforcing them. I think you know when it's like, okay, okay you're doing like, too much. Okay, yeah, 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 you're yeah, doing true, too much. True, so true. I think pettiness is some can be very, very Light harmless. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. sometimes it can okay, be true, true. detrimental. Yeah. I'm using big words today. <laughs> like, my mouth is even detrimental. <laughs> <laughs> My mouth is even hurting me. I don't <laughs> All right. Well done. Anyway, I guess. Like, subscribe, share. All of them. Good stuff. I'm Gracie Baccarat. I'm Maxie J. I'm Omotoyosi. And thanks for tuning into the Milf and Honey, Honey Podcast. podcast.